Welcome to The Nudge. We take things one step at a time, mix by mix, track by track, decibel by decibel. I am your host, Mark Papers, senior engineer at MPE, mobile production engineers. Call or text 888-90-MPE now to get started. We got you with the sauce, podcast mixing, music mixing and mastering, vocal tuning, beat mixing, plus much more. Today, we're still discussing compression in application form. Now that you know how to use compression, you need to know how to apply it. Parallel compression is an important mix tool, and using compression on the stereo mix bus, that's an also important application. So we're going to add that in, plus showing you how DSers work, when you need them, and when to use them. So stay tuned. This is The Nudge. I'm Mark Papers. Stay tuned. So as I mentioned, we're getting into discussing today parallel compression or New York compression. It's a technique where we mix the dry signal, the compressed, with the uncompressed signal, and we make it sound louder. So essentially, you're mixing the dry signal with the com- compressed signal, and that in turn makes the mix stand out in the mix, the vocal. Um, you get a better sound when you do this. The internal circuitry of Dolby A noise reduction introduced in 1965 contained parallel bus with heavy compression on one of them. The two mixed in flexible ratio studio engineers in New York became known for the reliance on this technique and then it became picked up the name New York compression. By mixing the dry signal, you can easily retain the original dynamics of the sound even though you're using extreme compression signals. So how do you use parallel compression? You use any compressor in your plugin folder to do this, um, to set it up properly. What you need to do is start by creating an aux return channel in your DAW mixer. Make a mono return track um, in your source signal and is mono and has stereo return if your source is stereo. Add the compressor plugin that you want to use as an insert on the aux return track. Create a fader, a pre-fader send on your source track, this is if you're using Logic, to route the compressor on the aux. If you use a post-fader send, changing the level of the source fader will affect its level on the compressor's input, causing your compressor to change. Select the send from your source as an input of the aux of your track, and then you want to dial in the compressor from the parallel compression. So make sure you put on really high settings, like a high ratio, and then slowly mix it in. So you can do this by either raising the input channel of it or raising the send on the parallel compression. You know, there's different ways you can actually do this. Um, just tailor the mix of the dry and the compressed signal by adjusting the fader level of the wet and dry tracks. And then there you go, you got parallel compression. So like I said, it's a really good technique. Um, you know, interesting to know that it, you know, it's called New York style, New York compression as well, um, because you know we use it a lot. Um, because I know a lot of engineers that we definitely use this technique because it works, right? You know the way you can just bring up the levels without really disturbing the lead vocal. Um, you know just by adding to it, which is the same take. You know, um, one of my engineer friends, um, Swigger Giovanni, uh, he's out in LA. He mentioned that if you do that same take, but um, what you do is you kind of uh, parallel the track, um, um, you double it in the studio rather, like you just say it twice 
and then you do the parallel compression, it'll give you a, you know, like a doper effect, you know. So like I said, a lot of engineers use this effect. It's something that you should have in your chain, um, you know, and know how to use effectively. So what we're going to do is I'm going to play the usual take that I have for you with no effects on it and let you hear it once. And after that, I'll let you hear the same take with the parallel compression being added so you can hear the difference. So here's the first take with no effects. So let's just hear what that sounds like. Yeah, outfit is so hot, it's like I'm pulling on the matches. And I ain't talking gangster, but I pull up with the ratchets. And after this club shit, I put on my mattress. I've been making moves, now I'm practicing my backflips. Cheer. All right, let's let's now get into the next take, and this is where the parallel compression is applied. I used the stock one in Logic. Um, I cranked the signal up really high. I mean, the ratio. You know, I think I used like a thirty to one, um, whatever the highest signal was on there, just so you could really hear it. Um, and you're gonna hear the parallel compression. I used automation, so it kind of sweeps through it. So you're gonna hear it start from zero threshold all the way up to negative 30. Um, just you're gonna hear it, but the vocal sits right up front. So let's take a look to see what that sounds like right now. Yeah. Outfit is so hot, it's like I'm pulling on the matches And I ain't talking gangster, but I pull up with the ratchets And after this club shit, I put on my mattress I've been making moves, now I'm practicing my backflips Cheer Notice how the last take got much louder with the New York style compression Any track that can be louder with this or could be brought to the front so it's a really good technique to use again to have in your mixes I, I really recommend it and if you're ever struggling with a track that you know maybe it's it doesn't have as much gain or it's kind of low and you need to kind of pick it up or just bring it to the front of the mix using New York style or New York compression you know it's a great way to get this achieved um, I, often, I often put it myself on an auxiliary track on my vocal tracks and my instruments, and I just blend in small amounts of, you know, the parallel comp accordingly. So how does parallel compression work? Parallel compression can be done a number of ways. Uh, you can use a chain, um, you can put a compressor, compression, compressor <laughs> right on another track, um, a dry and wet knob. You can use sends and returns, or you can use it by duplicating tracks. By creating a parallel track, then you can blend in a completely squashed or slam version of the track in underneath the original. The newly compressed version is usually so compressed that it's almost unusable on its own. Uses for NY parallel compression. New York compression can be used to give drums more punch, thickness and weight, make a track sound cycle acoustically louder without adding peak level, raise the quieter track details of a track, glue parts such as drums together, or in, and help give vocals more attitude and allow the performance to sound more consistent. How to set it. This is how you set up parallel compression. You want to have a fast attack time when you do this. So this is going to slam the compressed part 
Um, it's going to give it added punch. Um, so you want to use a slower attack time, but this is going to probably make the compressed signal very loud if you set it too slow. So you want to use it somewhere that's pretty quick. Again, every compressor is different, you know, so you want to probably somewhere between 0 to 15 milliseconds, I would say, um, you know, depending on the song. But you're going to have to mess with those with those settings. Secondly, you're going to want to set a fast or medium release time. So a faster release time is more responsive, is more aggressive, it's going to give it more tone. Um, you can back this off if you want to get a more natural sound, um, you know, so you can slow it down a little bit. So that's that's a way to, you know, just give it more natural. Um, third, you're going to use a high ratio. So using a ratio above 8.1 is normal. Using settings between 10.1 and infinity to 1 brick wall are extremely common. Um, like I mentioned on the tape that I showed you, I use 30 to 1. Um, and it all depends on what your compressor goes to. Um, I know compressors that, you know, don't don't go that high. Um, but again, if they do, you can just really smash it because it'll give you more of the effect. So you can tweak the sound to see what you want out of it. And then lastly, you want to set the threshold for 10 to 20 dB of gain reduction. Um, in the tape that I played for you, that was set to about 25, I think. Um, so, you know, you don't want to squash the entire signal if you use a send. Um, you want to just, you know, do about half of it. So that's why I, I chose 25. The threshold and the gain reduction together will determine the aggressiveness of the compression and also how much of the low-level detail will be brought out. So, again, this is something you have to kind of mess with a little bit, but it's a great effect to kind of just bring your vo vocal out and to make it sit better. So before we head into our next section... Let's get a brief word from our sponsor. The Max Michaels Artist Development Program, if you're an up-and-coming artist who wants to learn how to make $4,000 a month as an unsigned artist, email your name and one song to maxmichaelsllc at gmail.com. They'll give you one complimentary feedback and solutions to start making money with your music. Max Michaels Artist Development Program gives you the tools and education to make money and gain real supporters with your music. They set plans, budgets, target goals, reaching your target audience, and defining the differences between reaching your audience and engaging with your audience. Email your name and one song to maxmichaelsllc at gmail.com. Let's get back into it. So our next section deals with another form of compression, which is called deessing, or a process of it called a using a deesser. The main reason to get rid of um, or to use a deesser is to get rid of sibilance, which is that hard s sound um, that you hear when some announcers or you know when you're when you're speaking. You know, in this podcast, you may hear it a little you know more because it's just speaking, but in music. You want to avoid having that because it can make your sound or your song sound really harsh, um, even though you know everything else could be mixed right or correct. What is a deesser? A deesser is a simple tool that goes a long way in making your mixes sound professional. A deesser allows us to compress the sibilance in our vocals, and uh, that's why I wrapped it and grouped it into this section because believe it or not, the ESR is kind of a, it is a compressor as well. So it's just a different way to get rid of sibilance in a song. 
What is sibilance? Sibilance is a type of sound that often seems harsh in the context of a recording. So typically S and T are the worst offenders. Uh, the rest of the vocal chain could sound perfect, but words like specialty may sound overwhelming because of sibilance. Oftentimes, a vocal is mixed properly, but it has too much harsh top end. A de can definitely help with that issue. You don't need really an expensive plugin to get this job done. I would, you know, I, I use Logic Stock de um, on the demonstration that I have for you. Um, I also have, you know, different de that I use, but, you know, for the most part, you don't need a fancy de You just need something that really just gets it done. Um, but pretty much every DAW will come with the stock de-esser that has the basic same functions. You pretty much need this de four out of five of every mix. You know, you know, you don't want to just use it, you know, randomly. You know, it needs to have a purpose to place it on any mix. If you find yourself boosting the upper mids in a vocal, you most certainly want to use a de um, So to get started, what you want to do is loop a few bars of a song that has a lot of sibilance. If the end of that verse was going into a chorus and it has a few S's, set that on a loop. So what you want to do to use a de I'm going to give you a few steps to get that done. But first, here's a vocal take that I'm going to play for you, dry vocals again. Right after, we're going to hear that same take with a de placed on top of it to tame some of that sibilance. So let's get into what that sounds like. Yeah. Outfit is so hot, it's like I'm pulling on the matches And I ain't talking gangster, but I pull up with the ratchets And after this club shit, I put on my mattress I've been making moves, now I'm practicing my backflips Cheer So after hearing our usual take, um, it has some sibilance on there. So everything's removed, the compression, the EQ. So we're just focusing primarily on the de-esser as of now. I did use a de-esser by Wades, but I have a trick for you um, that we'll get into after. But let's hear the vocal take, and you'll hear the difference between the first take dry and the second one with the de-esser on there. Yeah. Outfit is so hot, it's like I'm pulling on the matches And I ain't talking gangster, but I pull up with the ratchets And after this club shit, I put on my mattress I've been making moves, now I'm practicing my backflips Cheer So you can hear that second take sounds a lot more tame um, No sibilance at all um, the all the S's are in form, you know, the, the sibilance is being taken care of, the DS is doing its job. And I, like I said, I have a quick tip for you um, if you use Logic, but you can probably do this in any DAW. What you want to do is pull up your EQ, and it needs to be an EQ or a frequency meter. And what you're going to do is you're going to go to a part in the song, as I mentioned, you just loop an, an S. Pull up on your frequency meter, wherever you see that S hitting, you're going to take that number, then you're going to take that to your de and that way you'll get the exact 
number that you need to remove that frequency. So it's a great tip. Um, that way you can get the right number because I feel like at some point um, we all just use the same number when we DS because we're just familiar with it as engineers. Um, but you really should be looking for where that S is because for some sometimes it just it travels and sometimes it's at 4K, sometimes it's at 5K. I've seen harsh S's at 7K. Um, again, it just all depends on a lot of different factors. So you want to really sweep around for that to find it. And I'll get into that in the next section um, before we wrap this up, which will be you know four easy ways to use a DSer, how to.